Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. actually good i kind of like it and i forget about it until the funny. next day when i'm like yeah i kind of like it i need to like expand yeah. the repertoire past anderson cooper and get some like funnier more like esoteric names well you do the there. old school ones you do it's the, like like the original one it's i'm i'm morally safer i'm ed bradley i'm leslie stall i'm mike <laughs> wallace those stories and andy rooney tonight on 60 minutes like, like i'm missing I'm, one I'm, person I'm, in there that's like i'm it. pat buchanan I'm Jack Germond. Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the McGlo- I'm Eleanor. Morton Contracki of the New Republic. <laughs> Just absolutely, absolutely hysterical. Uh, over the course of the next 60 minutes, we're going to bring you all our bets coming up for tonight. Uh, that's bets of steel in the National Hockey League, NBA best of the best, side total and props for the Bengals and the Ravens. And we'll continue our conversation on NFL awards. We've got to talk comeback player of the year where DeMar Hamlin remains a minus 200 favorite at our show sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sports books. But joining us right now to kick off the power hour absolutely love having this guest in this time slot on thursdays it's absolutely awesome like kick it off a great hour of bets on the show talking football is our friend evan silva from establish the run evan is on twitter at Evan Silva. Uh, I subscribe to his website, Establish the Run, at EstablishTheRun.com. We have Mike Gallagher on the show also. They do NBA in addition to the National Football League. Evan also co-host of the Establish the Run NFL podcast. He's been coming on our show for years and supports us. Uh, You should definitely support him. Follow him on Twitter and check out his website and his podcast. Evan, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week 11 in the NFL to you and yours. Yep, good to be back with you guys. Evan, uh, Thursday night, tonight's game, I'm told you have a lot of bets that you like. This has been uh, very, very successful and, and great content for us the last few weeks. When you come on, you're like, I love the board. I love these props. I got a lot of stuff going tonight. Sounds like that might be the case again. These first and any time, last touchdowns, yardage props, everything you got. So Cincinnati, Baltimore tonight, the Ravens are three and a half, totals 46. Uh, all your bets, please, for what should be a great game here kicking off in a couple hours. Yeah, I did a lot of stuff in this game, a lot of it last minute. But um, I'll just start with I like the the Bengals to pull this off. They're a team that really needs this win. They're out of the playoff picture right now or out of the play, out of the playoff position right now. And with the exception of T. Higgins and Sam Hubbard, they are at or near full strength. And I think this is a must-win game for them. So I like the, them to pull off the little upset and the over – and I parlayed those two together. Other stuff I like from the game. First and last touchdown, Tyler Boyd at 15 and 13 to 1. Um, I like his matchup in the slot against Kyle Hamilton. The Ravens have been using Kyle Hamilton in the slot, and he's like six foot four, 212. He's played really well. Um, but I think that this is a matchup where Tyler Boyd can beat him because he wins with agility and quickness and route running. 
and he can kind of get around Kyle Hamilton, who's really a, a strong safety. Um, I also like T- Tanner Hudson, first and last touchdown. This is a super long shot. T- Tanner Hudson saw seven targets last week. He's earned a significant role in the tight ends tight in in the Bengals tight end rotation, and you could get him at thirty five and thirty to one first and last touchdown. And the last one I like is Keaton Mitchell under seven and a half receiving yards. That's a little dicey because if he gets one catch, he can get that over fairly easily. But he's not using the passing game. He only runs a route on. Sorry about this in the background. That's okay. Um, he only runs a he only runs a route on nine percent of Lamar Jackson's dropbacks, and the the uh, the Ravens throw to their running backs at the seventh lowest rate in the NFL. So I think that Keaton Mitchell is likelier than not to go catchless in this game. I I have to tell you, like Evan apologized for the background noise. I think it just added to the ambiance of the whole thing. It made it absolutely awesome. So we love that, Evan. Evan giving us bets there and a bunch of bets coming up for tonight for the Bengals-Ravens game. I love me some Tanner Hudson. Uh, We'll talk about him and the rest of the bets coming up in a little bit here to close the power hour of the show. And Evan rolling with the Bengals tonight and the over in the game, Bengals and the Ravens tonight in Baltimore. Evan, let's uh, turn our attention and great stuff there on Thursday night. Let's turn our attention to Sunday's games and – Let's go to this uh, this Steelers-Browns game, right, with DTR taking over under center for Cleveland with Deshaun Watson done for the year. And I think you want to focus in on the Pittsburgh offense here, Evan, for your thought here with the Steelers and the Browns in Cleveland. Yeah, we're just trying to get into Mike Tomlin's mindset. I think that he's going to go real, like lean really heavily on his defense to get it done against Dorian Thompson-Robinson and offensively play it really safe a lot of run plays in this game. And, look, the Browns' defense is scary. But the, the Steelers' run blocking has been elite since their bye. They inserted Broderick Jones, their first-round pick, who wasn't playing early in the season, at right tackle, and they've been using him as a puller. You don't usually see tackles pulling. Um, you usually see guards and maybe centers pulling from time to time. But you don't usually see – but they use – but Broderick Jones has been just blocking out the sun as a run blocker. He's not that good of a pass protector yet, but he's an awesome run blocker, and their run blocking as a team has been really, really successful. They announced Jalen Warren as the starter over Najee Harris last week. And, look, Najee Harris is still going to be involved. But I think this is a spot where we see Jalen Warren again get 13, 14, 15 rushing attempts. His rushing yard is prop right now is 36 and a half. I think that's an easy an easy one. I took ladders like all the way up to 90 plus rushing yards. And, you know, if he gets over 90 rushing yards, which guess what? He had over 100 last week. We hit all those bets. Uh, good, good thoughts there on Jalen Warren. Another player who I'm, I'm guessing you're laddering this week based on some stuff you sent us, Evan. Maybe maybe Christian Watson or this Packers passing attack, maybe getting back on track a little bit. You referenced the Steelers there. This this Packers-Steelers game last week, I think a surprising high-scoring game to a lot of people. Steelers defense gave up a lot to Jordan Love and the, and the Packers offense, more than basically any other team's given up to them. And now the Chargers come to town like, what state of mind is this team going to be in? Also, their defense hasn't been very good. Chargers are three-point favorite at Green Bay. The total's 44. Any props that we like for this game? Maybe the Packers offense yeah I actually kind of like the over on this game as well pending weather I have not looked at the weather yet but this is the best opportunity the Packers have had to kind of get aggressive with their passing game first of all the Chargers are giving up the second most receptions and fourth most receiving yards to opposing RBs that plays right into the hands of Aaron Jones 
who's an excellent receiving back. Um, and the Chargers have been uh, – they've given up the most yards for pass attempt in the NFL. And so I think that this is a game where we can see Jordan Love have a fairly big game. He made some big-time throws on uh, uh, in, in uh, late, late in the down situations last week on third and fourth down plays. And I think that might give him some confidence. And I think that this this matchup could give him some confidence. Christian Watson has been like one of the most disappointing players in all of fantasy football, but he has never he has not had a matchup where he's been more more set up for success than this one. Um, so I think this is the time to buy low on him in DFS, you know, or, or, and also uh, from a ladder standpoint, you know, I, I and I took his ladders up to ninety plus yards. Let me let me tell you something. Christian Watson goes for 90-plus yards this weekend. I'm praying. I'm throwing a party if that happens. I desperately need it for a lot of fantasy leagues that I am in this year. I would absolutely hashtag love to see it. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken on a Thursday. We're talking the National Football League for Week 11 with our friend Evan Silva from Establish the Run. He's on Twitter, at Evan Silva. The website, EstablishTheRun.com, and his podcast, The Establish the Run. NFL podcast. Evan, you're a Chicago guy. Justin Fields back in the lineup this weekend for the Bears, and the Bears got bet as a result. Lions, a seven and a half point home favorite in Motown. That total for the Lions and Bears sitting at 48. Any bets for you with Chicago and Detroit? Yeah, I took the over on 48 in this one, and you know we jo- jokingly call uh, Ford Field the uh, the course course field of the NFL. Because they, you know, it tends to be a high-scoring environment indoors. All that the Lions have a really, really potent offense. So I think that they'll be able to do what we need them to do. The question is the Bears, and I don't really have that many questions about the Bears because this is the healthiest that the Bears have been all season. For the first time all year, the Bears are going to have their projected starting offensive line fully intact. Their quarterback back with you know nothing to lose at this point. DJ Moore is healthy. Darnell Mooney is healthy. Cole Komet is healthy. And I think the Lions' defense is a little bit overrated. So I think that both of these teams, like we can get a a sort of a back-and-forth game here. I like playing uh, game stacking this game as well in Daily Fantasy. Evan, uh, last bet that we have to go over with you. This one made me really happy to see on your list because – I feel like I've kind of been on an island this week talking about how I think the Cowboys have a chance to maybe get the one seed, maybe rack up a bunch of wins here in the next few weeks going into their rematch with the Eagles. And if they win a bunch of games and if they win that rematch with Philadelphia and they might be might be like a pick em kind of game, maybe Eagles a small favorite, they win that NFC East, maybe C.D. Lamb offensive player of the year if he has some big games. And maybe, maybe... Dak Prescott getting some love for MVP. What about the MVP race? Are you are you with me on Dak? It sounds it sounds like you might be. Yeah, and it was on Tuesday, so I don't know if the if the price has changed. But I took Dak Prescott, and I think this will be my last MVP bet because we you know we're I've got I've got three strong ones at this point. I think this will be my last one. Although I'm tempted to bet CJ Stroud, I, I, I kind of buy the buzz on him. But Dak Prescott, the way that the Cowboys have opened up their passing offense in terms of their pass rate over expectation, which is now the highest in the league, they kind of just, they kind of understand that their running game isn't clicking. And so they, they, they're just giving Dak the ball and he's balling with CD lamb and they've made some adjustments. They've downsized Michael Gallup's playing time a little bit. We saw Brandon cooks finally start to cook last week. Jake Ferguson has been a big solid uh, possession receiver and, and really good in the red zone. 
Um, I mean, I think that this is Dak's offense at this point, and I think that that is, you know, a recipe for him to start to make a run up the, in, in the awards market, and I want to get him now before it's too late. They've got the Panthers and the Commanders coming up next. So I think that Dak Prescott can build what he's been doing, build on what he's been doing uh, over the last three games. My guy Ken Barkley's got up the look like the Cheshire Cat with that grin on his face with uh, Evan oh, Sola talking about Dak Prescott. Can we it, talked a lot please. about this earlier in the show. Please win. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, uh, I think the two of you are simpatico on that one. Evan, Evan, great job as always, man. We sincerely appreciate it. EstablishTheRun.com, the ETR NFL podcast on Twitter at Evan Silva. Good luck with all the bets this weekend. Good luck with the fantasy. Stay well, and we'll catch up with you real soon here on You Better You Bet. All right, you two guys. Our pal Evan Silva joining us here on the show. Wow, Evan, D- Dak Prescott, absolutely, absolutely love it from Evan Silva. All I right, mean, the bandwagon's got company. I got a co-pilot. It, it's great. Love to I see love it. Love it. Uh, all right, so let's um, Ken, let's at least start comeback player of the year here. We'll take it into the next segment, and then we'll get into all of our bets for tonight. So, uh, Jake, you bring the music up here, and uh, Tamar Hamlin remains the favorite in this market, minus two hundred. Tua Tungavailoa at four. Josh Dobbs plus four seventy five. So it's like the three. That's like though that's the big three right now, at least in the betting market at the top of the board. Lamar Jackson eighteen, Baker Mayfield, Brees Hall, Aaron Rodgers all at twenty five to one. Chase Young is at forty. Cooper Cups at sixty six. A pair of intriguing options to me, at least at one hundred. Ken, that's Matthew Stafford and Kyler Murray. Like like, what if the Rams rip off a ton of wins here? Like they're I think they're it's currently like a pick them this weekend against Seattle. Uh, Russell Wilson not listed at BetMGM, but I know he is at other sports books. And curious, like what his candidacy might look like if the Broncos win on Sunday. They play the Browns next week with DTR. Thoughts here on comeback player of the year. We can carry this into the next segment. Yeah, I don't honestly like I I said a lot on this a few days ago, but I don't know if there's like a lot to say from a betting standpoint here for this week. So Hamlin gets the pop last week. He he comes into the game. He plays that causes his price to go down to, for him to be more of a favorite. It's worth noting uh, Micah Hyde was the, the safety for the Bills who was hurt last week and didn't play. His absence caused Hamlin to be on the active roster on game day. Uh, Hyde practiced in limited fashion the last two days. I, I think we might be back to inactives for Demar Hamlin like the whole rest of the season unless there's an injury. So it's not it's like this isn't he won't win. This isn't anything like that. Just we we're, we're going to play out the same thing from the first half of the season. I think where he's going to keep not playing, and then what do you think again? What happened to his price? Even if you think he's already won the award, just simple question: What happened to his price? Like weeks three to nine when he was inactive every single week, or four to nine his price like got back to even money and everybody else's price went down. I think we're going to see that happen gradually for the next five to six weeks as some combination of candidates emerge. I used the term half-baked candidates a few days ago. We don't have anybody that's that good, but we got like 12 players who might be really good. Like Rogers might be really good. Josh Dobbs might be good. Kyler might be good. Cooper Cup still might be good. Chase Young still might be. I mean, you can just go down the list. Uh, who is going to actually be like a worthy candidate? We have no idea. But I think Hamlin's price probably stable this week. And let's like kind of see if the Bills make it through unscathed against the Jets from an injury standpoint. Honestly, we had like that fat boy conversation earlier in the show. You mentioned half-baked, and now all I'm thinking about is Ben and Jerry's ice cream. On the other <laughs> side, we'll finish up comeback player of the year. Maybe some chunky monkey also. Comeback player of the year, and then we'll get into our bets for tonight coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. I guess like, hey, Tyler, any any more college basketball bangers for us? I guess he's not there. 
Tyler uh, Mar- Marquette's uh, is first in the Big East coaches poll. What do we make of that? All right, Jake, bring the music up here. Let's give you some NBA bets for tonight. Ken, only two games tonight. Hashtag on the hardwood. We got the uh, the I Nets in the Heat. Games too. I wish I liked these games. Yeah, I mean, I I, I got I got a couple props that I like, but I don't really like like either side or total. I kind of want to bet the Nets. They'd be like really frisky. Uh, Heat sure. three and a half point home favorite against Brooklyn. Total about two fourteen and a half. And then uh, no Steph Curry for the Warriors. No Draymond Green for the Warriors. Um, Oklahoma City about a three point road favorite at the Dubs. Total here is two twenty six and a half. I mean, I just I so I don't like uh you know people are like oh steals and blocks like we've killed it the last two days with these bets like these aren't matchups that are conducive to getting a lot of that stuff. The Warriors because of their jump shooting personality type maybe with no Curry I guess it's different but really like it's just their offense and their style like they don't get they 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 take care of the ball they don't get blocked a lot so like what am what am I playing in that game? Also like they they have rim protectors who I'm playing against against the Thunder no. And then the other game is like just, yeah, it's a stylistic clash, obviously, but like there isn't a cross match there that makes sense. I just uh, like I got skunked prop wise in this game. I'm a little skeptical. I know the Warriors, like everybody gets ejected. They almost beat Minnesota. It was a crazy game. I Everybody remembers the game. I, like the like Minnesota closed three in that game, but Minnesota was in like a really like a rough kind of a schedule spot for them. The Thunder aren't I, like, are we sure like the, should the Thunder be more like should they be a bigger favorite in this game? Curry is insanely impactful. The Warriors have been a miserable home team all season. Like, really? Like one possession, a little more than one possession? I don't. I know the Warriors. It's like, oh well, like they found something. The bench guys, all this stuff. They're gonna do it again? Really? I don't know, man. I, if anything, I'd bet the Thunder threes all over the board on the Thunder right now. That would be like the only thing I'm interested in, honestly. I don't have a lot for tonight in this. Uh, so I'll I'll play a couple props tonight. Um. Like, uh, okay, great. I'll run it back with Jaime Jaquez tonight. We've adjusted his... It, it got bet oh, up an yeah. open date and a half. Now it's a nine and a half. He literally, like, so? he plays he plays a billion minutes. Uh, Jaime Jaquez, over nine and a half points tonight for the Miami Heat. Absolutely love that. And uh, we will also play... Like, the Warriors haven't announced their starting lineup yet, so, like, we don't have, like, a ton of Warriors props yet. But obviously, right. like, Curry and Draymond are out. So it's going to be like, maybe maybe it's just like Kaminga starts or maybe Sarich starts. Like, I'm not sure how this is going to go. I'm interested in props for Moses Moody and or Brandon Pod, Podzemski, Podmiski, whatever. whatever, the kid from Santa yeah. Clara. Um, you playing the Charleston get, Classic? <laughs> well, maybe they did last year. Uh, so I can't give out anything right now because, like, those are the two players I'm interested in. They're not lying right now until we find out what the Warriors starting lineup is going to be a little later. So just for now, the only bet for tonight for me is going to be Jaime Jaquez over 9.5 points for the Miami Heat. won the other night. Let's run it back tonight. Jaime Jaquez over 9.5 points on the other side we will give you all our bets for thursday night football the bengals and the ravens side total and thy royal prop king and we'll also give you a bunch of bets hashtag on the ice bets of steel for a loaded slate in the national hockey league more bets coming up next nick and ken you better you bet to wrap up the thursday edition of the show we'll be right back with you better you bet presented by bet mgm <laughs> on the bet ql network Connor Allen, Joey Kanish, 
Evan Silva. And what a You Better You Bet debut for Rod Gilmore from ESPN. It was absolutely phenomenal breaking down the world of college football. Our executive producer, Alex Fasano. Our technical director, the great Tyler Morales. Our engineer, Jake the Snake Hassan, MD. And our video producer, God's Perfect Creation, downtown Mike Brown. Um, and also joining us today, uh, one of our new hires here at the BetQL Network as one of our video producers, Dan. I don't know anything else about Dan. He literally talked to us off camera like he was like Wilson from Home Improvement. So I don't know anything about him, just that his name's Dan and he's new here. So Dan, welcome to the team. It's great to have you. Also hope to learn something about you one day. So shout out to Dan for doing a great job with us here today. Dan. Oh, you better. You bet. Dan, Danny. Danny, Danny, Fofanny. Daniel. <laughs> Daniel son. <laughs> And the song Danny song, do they ever reference like the name Danny or no? You know that song? Even though we ain't got money. Oh, yeah. I'm so in love with That's called Danny's song? It is. And it, how good is that? That's a freaking classic, man. Yeah. I, if you gave me 10,000 guesses to, to guess the name of that song, Danny's song would not have been yeah. one of my guesses. In the morning when I rise. Bring a tear of joy to my eyes. All right. Uh, everything's going to be all right. Uh, BetMGM tonight's coming. Speaking of everything's going to be all right. BetMGM tonight coming up after us. A four-hour live betting extravaganza. 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern time. Don't miss it here on the BetQL Network. All right. Hockey bets first, then National Hockey League. Jake, let's get to it. Bets of steel. It's time for Nick and Ken's Hockey Bets. Drop the puck. It's Bets of Steel. Uh, Jake, drop the puck three times for the three letters in Dan's first name. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Oh, got through three pretty quickly. The computer was snappy today. That was 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 firing on all cylinders. All right, Ken, uh, let's start in Montreal where Le Baton hosts the Vegas Golden Knights. I uh, I have shots on goal props in three games. I have chosen to ignore sides and totals with the exception of the Canucks tonight. Uh, this is one of the games where I have one. Uh, this is a very advantageous setup for Vegas. Montreal allows a billion shots. Boy, if only Vegas had one player who by far takes the most shots on the team and frequently has extreme outcome shots on goal numbers. Oh, they do. It's Jack Eichel. Oh, what's his number? Oh, three and a half. His number in the market tonight. Oh, five plus, six plus. Those are available too. We're going to play all of that. Jack Eichel to have a huge shot game. Five plus, six plus, seven plus, eight. Uh, I'll, I'll tell Ken I have no bet on the I like I like Vegas a little bit in the game. All right, moving on. It's like going off the rails. Devils and the Penguins in Pittsburgh, Ken. Real G's moving silence. Uh, what are we doing? Devils? Uh, I, I do not have a strong opinion on this game. I, I think Pittsburgh is just going to win because they've been absolutely on fire recently, but they're also laying a pretty big number. It's burning hot. They're on fire. Yeah, Penguins <laughs> on the puck line. Minus a goal and a half, plus 145 at MGM. Easy. Penguins rolling right now. Is Jack Hughes back tonight? Not yet, right? Uh, I have him still listed out. He's week to week. Okay. I don't think they've given an update for, for coming up soon. Yeah. I, I was reading today that like there was thought that he might come back tonight, so I think he's going to be he'll be back somewhat soon. Uh, I have yep. no bets on the Coyotes and the Jackets. Uh, Kanish likes the Coyotes. Also, he did last week, and they lost, so whatever. Uh, no bets for me on this game. Uh, none for me either. We can move on. All right, let's move on to the Lightning and the Blackhawks. If you just surprised no one here, then I'm going to take the Blackhawks here at a big price here as a home dog in this game. Tampa's been brutal on the road. Give me the Blackhawks. 
Lightning Road Split's terrible. They allow a billion shots. Uh, the Blackhawks don't shoot a bunch, but they have one player who does, and I think he's going to have a monster game tonight. Uh, Connor Bedard, three and a half is his shots on goal prop in the market. Home game against a team that gives up a billion. Sounds awesome. Four, five, six plus alts. I actually kind of think he might score a goal or two tonight too, have a huge game. Uh, anything Connor Bedard, I'm interested, especially shooting the puck. Uh, imagine, imagine a world. You don't have to imagine it. It's this one where the Vancouver Canucks are a plus 125 on the road at the horrendous Calgary Flames. I don't care that Thatcher Demko is not starting. Casey DeSmith is starting. And I'll debate on the Vancouver Canucks. Give me the Canucks to win the game. No, oh, I've got good news for you. Calgary got steamed out even more than that. I can get like a 140 right now in a bunch of places. So they Great. Can, I just, yeah, Can Canucks, uh, reverse puck line. Yeah, yeah. Second night of a back-to-back -back went so bad against Montreal the other night. Like what? What? Are, like what? What do people not see here? This is like what I don't like. I like now I can actually say this. I can never say this before. Now I can watch the games, people. Like watch oh, the games. Yeah, yeah. There and I never used to be Mister Watch the Games with Aki because I didn't watch any of them. But now I do. I watch every Canucks game. They're awesome. Like this isn't I know, you know luck and the shooting percent great. They're like one of the best teams in the league, and they have been since Taka took over last year. I just what's what is the problem here, guys? Also, Calgary's awful. They're like, yeah, Canucks. And, yes. And when the Canu and when the Canucks win this game, Calgary will fire Ken Dorsey. Uh, Islanders in the Kraken <laughs> in Seattle. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna bet the Islanders here. I'll bet the Islanders to win the game. Their best goalie's playing Varlamov, not not Ilya Sorokin. It's been really surprising. Uh, the Islanders usually play low shot games like the last few years when Sorokin's like in that, in that a lot. Not this year. Gave up a billion shots this year. It's like really where the style of the team has changed completely. Seattle in a home game. Let's play their two kind of big shot takers over their numbers. Uh, McCann and Schwartz. So that's, God, what is McCann's first name? I don't remember. Jaden Schwartz is the other guy. What is McCann's first name? Brian? Brian's Brian. son? Whatever. That guy. Uh, I think it's like Jared. I think it's like Jared McCann or something. I just made up a name. I went to Jared. Uh, McCann over two and a half shots. Schwartz over two and a half shots. Three plus, four plus on both of them. Uh, really advantageous setup for them tonight. Home game against the Islanders, which I didn't think was an advantageous setup until I looked at stats. Uh, no bets for me on the Panthers and Kings. I'm betting the Blues on the puck line on the road in San Jose against the Sharks to close out my hockey betting night. Is, uh, oh, no Bennington tonight. It's our boy, uh, Hall of Hall of Famer. Yeah. Joel Ho Holfer. Yeah, I don't gonna care. Gonna like make some saves. I, I, if it was Bennington, I, I was going to play him on the puck line. Uh, no bets for me the, the rest of the games. There you go. Done. All right. So, and, th and those are your bets Goodbye. of steel coming up for Thursday night. Jake the Snake, please drop the dope-ass beat. All right. Let's get this market up here. Uh, all right, BetMGM offering some of the best odds in the game for first touchdown props and the futures market all season long. Lines are open on the move for every game in Week 11 right now. Download the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com. Do so today. Ken, the Ravens, three-and-a-half-point home favorites against the Bengals. The total in the game right now is 46-and-a-half. As expected, Marlon Humphrey and Ronnie Stanley are both inactive for the Baltimore Ravens. That was expected for Cincinnati. Uh, T. Higgins, Sam Hubbard, both inactive as expected. That means Trey Hendrickson officially in tonight for the Bengals on the road in Baltimore. Baltimore, a huge game, obviously, for their, like, chances of making the postseason. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be really honest with everybody. Uh, don't really have a lot I like in this game at all. Kind of like the Ravens at the start of the week. Thought the number was a little short. It's four in most places, three and a half at MGM. It's kind of my only opinion here is I just, the three and a half, I think, is a little short. This is as lukewarm a bet as you will find for me this entire week. I like 900 things more than this. I'd play the shots prop for two times as much money before I bet this game. Uh, but Ravens for three, Ravens three and a half for a couple bucks. I am going to watch the entire game. So that'll probably be how I, uh, how I hashtag get through it. We'll be uh, laying the Ravens three and a half just for a couple bucks. Don't really like anything else. 
So we were talking about this earlier in the week and like, look, whether it's, you know, three and a half or four and the market is settled right with Baltimore as a three and a half point home favorite. You know, I don't think this is a game where like, you know, we could have a conversation on Monday that, hey, like we kind of disagree with the point spread of the game being what it is with the Broncos and the Bills. And like we kind of gave reasons why we like Denver in the game. I don't think like even like the like a Bengals homer, I guess a Bengals homer would say like they should be favored by 10 because they're a fan, right? A fanatic, whatever. Um, I don't think anyone disagrees with the point spread here, right? It's been basically right. the same all week. Like Baltimore deserves to be more than a three-point favorite in the game. Short week at home, Bengals without their you know second best wide receiver, who's one of the best, like would be a number one on many teams in the NFL. So it's not like the point spread's wrong in the game. It really just comes, comes down to like, hey, like bet your opinion. So Ken's opinion is, is that the Ravens are more likely to win this game, maybe win by more than a field goal, right? He wants to lay a couple bucks down on Baltimore. Uh, I have a different opinion on the game, and I'm willing to be wrong here. This is not like I like, like, like Ken said. Like, I like the Hame Hakez prop tonight more than I like this game. I have bets on Sunday coming up in the NFL that I like a lot more than this game. I have hockey bets tonight that I like more than the Bengals plus the three and a half. But, like, I, I'll take Joe Burrow plus the three and a half here and, like, a must-win spot. Like, it's a narrative y bet, but, hey, sometimes that's a lot of fun, right? And that's my subjective opinion is that I think Burrow, like, single-handedly keeps the game close because he's an assassin and he's like Superman sometimes. So I'll take the Bengals plus the three and a half. Uh, I do have some props that I'll give out for the game in a second. So we'll go mano we mano on this one. Ken on the Baltimore Ravens, me on the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals plus three and a half for yours, truly. And now it's time. What was the Monday night game? Oh, Monday night was awesome with the props, with the, uh, with yeah. the Broncos bills. So like that capped off like an awesome week 10 betting props for the Prop King. And we are looking to keep it rolling now, week 11 in the National Football League. So now it is time for the Prop King to descend down from thy royal throne, traipse across thy royal purple velvety carpet, over to thy royal balcony to gaze down upon you, the morons. The peasants, our audience, we love you in all sincerity. We love you. We love winning you money. And also, we love that you support the show and help make us more money. Thank you very much. To give you prop winners coming up tonight for the Ravens and the Bengals. Now approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos. All hail King Costos. Just in case anyone's interested, by the way, Houston and Towson have tipped off in the quarterfinal of the Shriners Children's Charleston Classic in college hoops. Just in case anyone's really the, interested. The S Triple C? Yeah, oh, we're back? Oh, man. The SC, or some would say the SC cubed. Oh, boy. We'd say that. We say that all the time. All right. All right. Prop bets for tonight. How about Tanner Rock Hudson? Evan Silva talked to him about him a little earlier. Tanner Hudson. So the Bengals play three tight ends, Drew Sample, Irv Smith, and Tanner Hudson. Tanner Hudson, 12 targets in the last two games. 21 and a half is the receiving yards prop. He's their best tight end. The team knows that they elevated him from the practice squad a couple weeks ago because they needed juice at this position. Tanner Hudson, over 21 and a half receiving yards. I mean, like, everyone's on Mark Andrews tonight. I'm, like, kind of, like, indifferent to it. If you want to play it, you, the listener and viewer, 57 and a half is the number. The handicap does make sense. The Bengals, absolutely dreadful this year, covering opposing tight ends. Keaton Mitchell, over combined rush receiving yards if the first number's a four it's wrong he could have like five touches in the game and go over this really easily so the Mitchell combined rushing receiving yards over and like justice demands retribution he had two touches last week one was at the goal line scored a touchdown called back due to holding justice hill not 
of rushing yards anytime touchdown for the Baltimore Ravens. Beer or pizza money on that particular bet. So Tanner Hudson over receiving yards, Mark Andrews over receiving yards, Keaton Mitchell over rushing receiving combined yards, and a couple bucks on Justice Hill anytime touchdown. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a phenomenal football Friday. Until then, Nick Costos wishing you minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM.